Welcome to the Inverted Podcast, the landowner podcast to empower you with inspiration, new perspectives, and quick tips for your forest management and land ownership journey. Today, I am actually calling in from Nashville, Tennessee. I have been blessed with the opportunity to be a moderator on a panel with the Forest Landowners Association at their national conference this year. And our panel was how highly involved and motivated women are increasing profitability, enjoyment, and retention outcomes for landowning families. And in this panel, I've been given the the opportunity to interview two particular women and letting them share their stories. They're on two sides of a coin where one had inherited the land that she was kind of thrust upon when her father passed away at a young age. And the other one being a first generation landowner working alongside her husband in their land ownership journey. And how each of them in their land management growth and acquiring timberlands have worked within their own skill sets and strengths to create this lasting legacy for them and their family. And so it's been a great honor to be able to interview them, let them share their stories, and allowing them to help share some tips for our audience and therefore maybe help them not make the same mistakes that they have made in the past or to provide some clear warnings so that way they don't get thrust into an uncomfortable, anxious, overwhelming situation. Because if you don't know, which I'm pretty sure you might know because I've said this plenty of times and it's kind of a a generalized statistic at this point in time, but women outlive men, statistically speaking. So I specifically wanted to talk about being involved and when you step up to the plate, and this is true for women and men, the, the women on my panel shared this great tip and this is what I wanted to talk about specifically today. Their number one tip for our audience, which I'm now sharing with you, and so it's kind of a challenge for you, is to get involved in all the different level associations you possibly can. Right now we're at a National Forest Landowner Association, but they were encouraging to get involved at your local county associations, your local county chapters, whatever it may be called, your state associations, your regional associations, anything you can possibly get involved in, especially when it comes to potentially how policy or taxes might impact your ability to manage your land now as well as for the future or even your children and grandchildren's ability. It is important for you to start getting engaged. You don't want to just show up and kind of throw the red flags out when you hear from something down the grapevine because at that point it is very hard to stop that train that is moving. You need to start showing up early. You need to get name and face recognition with all of those on boards, on committees, um, in any other type of level of officers or um, just general membership. Get your name and face associated with being a landowner to being a voice for common sense forest management. Now you're not a forester, of course, and you don't need to pretend to know all the different specific jargon and the technical advice of when you might do a fourth row thinning with a herbicide versus a fifth row thinning, um, when you might need to add fertilization. You don't necessarily need to know all those specifics, but you do need to know how being a landowner is so important and the freedom you have in your private property rights and what you can do with your land is incredibly important for you, your family, as well as the industry, as well as pretty much the environment and ecosystem services that are out there. Because how many times 
has policy been made just from ill-equipped, relatively uninformed policymakers potentially that have devastating domino unintended consequences. That's been another theme of some of the talks around here at this meeting was the unintended consequences and what happens not necessarily when we try to advocate for something, but when we don't show up. When we don't show up to share our voice, to share our stories, to just share support for forest management, for land ownership, what are the unintended consequences from those who are potentially speaking against everything we stand for. Now, it is so important for you to actually start getting out there, start getting engaged. You don't live in this little bubble. You and your family have this land. It's your legacy. And I talk a lot about talking within the family. And I'm really focused on getting informed husbands, wives, daughters, sons, grandparents to grandchildren. All the generations need to be informed about what's going on in the land within the family. But it's just as important to get informed and engaged with your community and these other statewide, region-wide, and nationwide resources. And in fact, it is so important to actually get out there and start sharing the message that even in the Gospel of Luke, it says in chapter 10, verses 1 through 2. Now, after this, the Lord appointed 70 others and sent them in pairs ahead of him to every city and place where he himself was going to come. And he was saying to them, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, beseech the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. Now, of course, in this reference, it is directly talking about how Jesus sent out his disciples to share the good news about what he was and what he was going to be bringing to their city. But we can also glean a land ownership principle from here about going out and spreading the message of good forest management, of good land ownership principles, getting out there out of our comfort zone, being the messengers for this. Because let's let's go back to this for a second. The harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. And in that, that speaks to me that there are few willing to step out of their comfort zone to be that voice, to share the message. It is uncomfortable. It is time. It is hard sometimes, but it doesn't mean it's not important. If Jesus felt it was so important to send his disciples out to various cities and share his good news, recognizing that, you know, they're not always going to get responses well, that they're not always going to get that feedback, that reward immediately that they would hope that they would get. They might actually get some pushback, but it was important for them to show up in various different communities. And likewise, it is just as important for you to show up in different types of associations, to different communities, to different memberships, whatever it may be. It is just as important for you to stand up and share your voice, share the good news about forest management, about land ownership, about how important it is for that landowner to continue having access and the freedom for different management principles. I don't think it's probably unknown to you that forestry sometimes gets a bad rep. There are plenty of examples of, you know, smearing campaigns between bamboo is more sustainable, which if you want to use bamboo products, you're, you're perfectly fine too. Just, I hate the emotional ads for it, which um, if you follow me on social media, you definitely know I harp on a few of those things. But you have different types of advertisements for other alternative resources 
bashing locking, bashing, bashing forest management. You have all of this talk about carbon and the climate change and such. Again, bashing timber harvesting, bashing forest management. You have cartoons out there that have kind of, I'm not going to say brainwashed, but more or less kind of brainwashed. And I was in the same category thinking that cutting trees in any capacity was complete devastation, was complete deforestation, and that it was one of the most evil and vile things that you could do. And I say this because I had these exact same thoughts when I was, you know, younger, before I really start showing up in forest management and forestry networking opportunities, really understanding what this world is like. And it's the complete opposite. Foresters and landowners care more for the environment than almost anybody. They care so much that they're willing to pay annual property taxes, which sometimes are, you know, absolutely crazy or completely overwhelming at times. They care so much for this land to stay in trees that they take upon themselves the costs to incur to manage the property appropriately for whatever goals, reasons. Yes, there is money making involved, but that is not the sole purpose for most landowners. Landowners are more diverse than, you know, just making a profit for profit, which I preach making a profit all the time because it is so important. But our story isn't well represented all the time in society. And so therefore, it is important for you to show up to all different levels and all different types of committees and meetings and associations, which might have an impact on how you can operate your land and how you can keep your land for yourself as well as for generations to come. Because the decisions that we make today is the reality that we live tomorrow. What we let happen today is going to be what's normal tomorrow. And that's something my pastor had said, and of course he was referencing it to some other things, but how true is that for us too? How often is it just so much easier to not worry about it? I mean, we love the woods. We're very private individuals. That was another comment that was often stated during a few of the panels was that, uh, you know, private landowners are private people. They don't want to necessarily brag about all the great things that they've done on their land, about all the sustainable opportunities they have acquired from their land because they are private. They keep their family business private. But if we're not sharing our story, if we're not sharing and stepping up and speaking out when things just don't make sense, because there are a lot of things that don't always make sense. They sound good on paper. They sound good to the non-forestry involved individuals. But if we allow those parts of society, those parts of culture to make decisions which will impact us, who is to blame for that? except ourselves because we haven't been showing up and so that was the number one tip from our panel discussion today that i felt very convicted to share with you um and so next week we're going to be going into some more details about you know reforestation tips or site prep um or some more forest management details which are really going to help you in your planning aspects but today today i definitely wanted to make sure i shared the message that resonated with our audience that resonated with me because we often take it for granted that someone else is going to do it. And I'm looking at you 
I'm looking at you right now. I'm speaking to you right now. Do not wait for somebody else to step up to the panel. Do not wait for somebody else to take on that role. I'm challenging you today to start showing up. Get your face out there. Get your name out there. Start sharing your story. And that way, when something comes down the line, they will now know who to go to and ask the opinion. You are not just some red flag that's coming out of the woodwork all of a sudden, which of course is important if it is, you know, something serious, you definitely need to come out of the woodwork. But how much further can your voice go when you have been there all along, building relationships, cultivating those. So when the time comes that you need to share your story, your story is going to have more weight to it because you have been building and sharing the news and sharing opportunities and being engaged. You didn't come out of left field being almost a no name, no face, essentially to a lot of these different committees and associations. You are now a known representative for that community, for that region. And your story, like it or not, is going to have more weight because you have spent the time to build that trust. So that is your challenge for today. Take the tips that our panelists were able to share with our audience that I'm now sharing with you. Start showing up, start getting engaged, county, state, regional, national levels. You don't have to tackle it all at once. Take baby steps, start with the county, start locally, build your confidence up. Then start showing up to your state, state forestry associations, state soil and water, state, whatever it may be. Start showing up to these different opportunities. Then take it to the next level. Start showing up to regional and national events. You'll be surprised at how well your story can actually impact the lives of so many others. Until next week.